Welcome to Crystal Clear Finances, where we understand that finances, well, they can be confusing, but you don't have to face it alone and you can have confidence for every financial decision. My name is Crystal Langdon. I'm a certified financial planner, qualified kingdom advisor, fiduciary founder of Crystal Clear Finances and your host for the next 30 minutes. Now, the whole month of December, we have been focusing on what to look for in an advisor because I'm hoping as you face this new year, you're going to say, all right, it's time. I'm going to get my finances in order. I'm going to know where everything's at, whether it's a little or whether it's a lot. And I'm going to get a handle on this financial picture so that I can position myself so I can live, and give in the manner that God has called me. Hoorah! Who doesn't want that for the next year? So one of the things that we are doing here at Crystal Clear Finances is providing that insight, that wisdom and guidance to say, hey, here's how you find a financial advisor. And listen, I totally believe that not all individuals who are listening to the sound of my voice are actually meant to be my clients. I believe there are also other good financial advisors out there, and there are plenty of investors that we can make that one-on-one connection, but the ones that are supposed to be here, God's going to bring them here, and I will serve them with everything that I have. So if you want, you can go back to our YouTube channel, Crystal Clear Finances, or you can go to our website at crystalclearfinances.com, and you can pull up all the videos are all the radio programs from December. Well, actually, you could go way back and pull them up for years, but let's just focus on December. And in December, you'll see we went through talking about what you should be looking for. We already talked about the fact that there needs to be experience and there needs to be credentials. There needs to be accountability. Hey, listen, you can't just say something or give people advice if there's nobody that's going to hold you accountable for what happens with the advice that you give and to make sure that the advice is in alignment with their risk tolerance, their goals, and that you know how to put the plan together. And then we talked about philosophy because every one of us, yes, yes, even you listening right now or watching us via the YouTube channel, every one of us has a thought process when it comes to money. Even if our thought process is, I don't like thinking about it. That's still a thought process. Importantly, not only to know what your thought process is, but it's also important to understand what is the thought process of the advisor who's giving you that advice. You want to make sure that you're in alignment, that you both are heading down the right path and you like the way they process information, put the information together. Then the fourth week that we talked about had to deal with processes. Now, I know I talk about this a lot because I believe it's so critical. That's why things don't fall through the cracks. Because if you have a process in place, you can be efficient. You can be uh, intentional in what you're doing. And so last week, I started the program and went through and said, listen, we at Crystal Clear Finances, when you experience us, you're going to go through a 10-step process. And I know that seems so long. But actually, in the very first meeting, we cover five of the steps. 
Then the next meeting, we cover about two or three, right? We're really doing a lot of training and teaching, dealing with mindsets, giving you thoughts of, hey, have you considered this? Have you looked at this part? Bringing other avenues, uh, options to the table. And then the third meeting is usually, okay, now that we've come to a conclusion, we've mathematically proved it, we've worked with the belief and the mindsets, you know, we're in a belief changing business of saying, wait a minute, what they're saying out there may not necessarily necessarily be the best for you. Here's some options. When we get to that final third meeting or fourth meeting, that's when we begin to implement. And people might say, well, that's a lot of work. And you know what? It is. <laughs> it is a lot of work. And sometimes we don't need to go for meetings. Sometimes it's just basically very simple up front. There's really only one area to deal with. That's great. It makes one, maybe two meetings, usually two meetings. And then we can go on our way, do our annual checkups, but we also want to make sure that there are more complex cases and they will take a few more meetings. And I would rather we take the time, cross our T's, dot our I's, and make sure everything's in alignment. So what I'd like to do today is finish our client process because I want you to understand once you call the offices here at Crystal Clear Finances and you talk to Carmi or you talk to one of our team members and say, hey, I'm ready to schedule that free initial consultation. She's going to look at the calendar, see if it's going to be with five, my son, George V, who we lovingly call five, or if it's going to be with myself. She'll schedule the appointment. Then you'll come in. And when you come in, we're going to go through these steps. And last week, we talked about some of the questions we ask in the meeting just to make sure we're getting to know you. We spend time in the meeting letting you get to know us, what makes us unique, and begin to show our philosophy. We spend time answering your questions. I love it when someone comes in and says, are you a fiduciary? I love being able to say yes. I love being able to talk about being a certified kingdom advisor and what that means and being one of the very few that are in upstate New York. So it's really a great opportunity in the very first meeting to get to know each other. And last week, we spent a lot of time talking also about our confidential questionnaire and why that is so important for us to have you write down you know, who you are and the number of kids you have and where you live and what you do and what you make and what you have. Because years from now, we're going to look back at that sheet and say, remember when we started working together? Remember where you are and look what God has done and look where you are now. So that form is very informative to me. It tells me a lot. It's the physical manifestation of your belief system when it comes to money. That's what that sheet does. It tells me you believe one thing. So here's how it shows up either in credit card debt or here's how it shows up by the savings or here's how it shows off by paying off your house quickly. Here's what it's showing for legacy for your children. All of that is put together into that document that you are creating. So we enjoy working with that document and handing that in the first meeting. So that is step number three. And step number four and five, which I'm just going to quick go over right now, that all happens in the first meeting. So let's talk a little bit about what happens next. I believe that after I've heard about you, 
you've heard about me. We've exchanged ideas. We've kind of looked to see that, yeah, I, I think this is going to fit. We both, you know, underscore have the love of the Lord. And then we begin to look at our personalities and our thought processes and then we, and our experience. And then we begin to say, okay, yes, we want to work together. I give you the form so that you can take it home and fill it out and bring it back next time. Then I always like to ask after you've answered, you know, asked all your questions, I like to talk about how we get paid because to me, what happens is, and I found this after doing this 24 years, you begin to find these patterns. And I noticed in the very first year, individuals, I would call them after their first meeting and say, Hey, would you like to meet again? And they'd be like, well, uh, I couldn't figure out. I knew they wanted to meet with me, but they were hesitant. And then finally, they would stumble over the words and they'd say, uh, well, we don't know how you get paid. And I realized, okay, in my first meeting with everyone that I meet with, I'm going to go through and go over how I'm compensated. So there's no question. And, you know, I think that's so important. I'm very comfortable talking about money. I'm talking about how I'm compensated, talking about how your account, all the different components. So please don't feel when you come into my office and you are interviewing me to be your financial advisor that I'm offended in any way. No, I talk about money all day long. It's just a tool. So there are three different ways that we are paid here at Crystal Clear Finances. And it's really going to depend upon what each individual needs. It's not a cookie cutter approach. There is a way when we are talking about investments where we are fee based in that manner. Because what we do is we say, listen, let's charge an annual fee. And by charging an annual fee, we know that as your accounts grow, well, then our fee stays the same, but the amount that would be paid us will grow. So what does that mean? We want your accounts to grow. It also means that when your accounts go lower, if we're still getting the same fee, then that means what? Our fee goes lower, right? The amount that we collect goes lower. So do we want your accounts to go low? No, we're on the same side of the table. We both have the same goal of, hey, let's get these accounts growing. Let's make sure as we walk through market cycles that we're invested in the right type of funds. So to me, this is such a strategic component. It's not a commission-based type of operation where, hey, something has to be sold and thank you very much, but now I got to go make another sale to another person and thank you very much and then move to the other. At Crystal Clear Finances, we don't need to go find new clients. That's why it's so fun to be on the radio because you know what? I'm hoping you take this information, you allow it to bless you, and you use whatever advisor you want. Do I hope you'll pick me? Oh, absolutely. I'm excited to meet you, have you meet myself, meet my son, meet my team. But I also believe that the way that we have structured our business in more of a fee-based approach, by doing that, that allows us to just focus on our clients and let God bring in the front door whomever he wants us to serve. And that's why we can be relaxed in the very first meeting to say, hey, here's the ways we're paid, whether it's hourly, whether it's paid by fees, or whether we're compensated by a company. I want to let you know that. Each time something is put in place that there's never any question, you can say, oh, 
This one's paid by a fee. This one, oh, I need business consulting. Okay, that's this might be hourly. Oh, we're going to put uh, life insurance in place. Okay, the life insurance company is going to pay them directly. It's very important when you're working with a financial advisor that you understand how they're compensated. The way we have set ours up is so that we are compensated on an annual basis so that we can just focus on the clients we have and let God bring the increase when he wants it, but we're okay if he doesn't. And you want to check with your financial advisor how they are set up so that you're getting the attention that you need. Now, all of those steps, when we talked about the first one, getting to know you, the second step, you getting to know us and how we think, right? We're talking about thought processes. Those happen in the first meeting. Then we talk about, well, what I call the homework, which is, okay, here's what I need you to fill out, this confidential questionnaire. And then I show them, this is how I'm paid. If you want a comprehensive financial plan, here's what the charge would be for that. If we want fee-based planning, if we want to do it hourly, we're going to go through those components together so that there's no question. And then, of course, we always let you know, because people are raving, you know, these are the type of families and individuals and that we enjoy working with. We want hardworking individuals. We work very well with faith-based individuals, but we will work with whomever God sends us because what an opportunity to share. So there are different components that come together and we walk through all of those five steps and then that's the end of our meeting. And you can, if you want to, when you leave, make an appointment and schedule the next one. Many people will say, hey, Crystal, I'm going to go make my next appointment uh, with Carmi or whoever our team member is at the desk. And then there are individuals that say, I'll give you a call. And that's fine, because I believe if God wants them to come back, God will bring them back. But those are our first five steps. Then we move into the next part of our process. And this, to me, is the most critical component. Actually, they're all critical, but this part right here, well, this one, this one will kind of mess with your mind because in this component, what happens in the second meeting is you bring in your confidential questionnaire and like a doctor, I look at it as an x-ray. It is physically showing me the manifestation of everything you believe about finances, right? If you're prepaying on your mortgage, you're prepaying on your car, you're saving over here, you don't want to be in the market, all these different components. And I'm going to ask you questions about them, not interrogate, not cut you down, but just seek to understand what is driving that. What? Where did you come up with the conclusion of, of what's represented on this piece of paper? And some of them, I mean, high five, gold stars, confetti in the air. Well, maybe not confetti in the air, but you get the picture where those are good things. We're going to celebrate the things that are good and enhance them in areas that can be adjusted or tweaked. We're going to work together to bring thought processes to the table that just haven't been presented. And, you know, that's what I find most when there are areas and I'm looking in step number six, I'm looking at your confidential questionnaire. When I'm looking at it, many times, it's not that people are choosing to make bad decisions with their finances. Yeah, I've really not met anybody. Well, there have been one or two that have said, you know, I know I shouldn't be doing it. And I'm like, mm, yeah, you're right. <laughs> but most people are are not aware that they're making inefficient decisions. So it's not 
let me make sure we phrase this properly. It's not that they're bad decisions. It's not that they're wrong decisions. They're not the most efficient decisions. I think that's a better way to look at it. And that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for efficiencies. You know, we're in a day and age right now with this market and the economy where their inflation is really high. And, you, you know, you look at the recession, you look at different things that are that are happening. You need to be careful with your money. You go to the store and it's like, oh, my gosh, what did I buy? Gold? I mean, like I got one bag here. And so what that tells me is we need to be even more efficient. The answer isn't just to make more money. The answer is to be efficient with the resources we already have and to position them so you have no lazy money. And that's what step six in our process here at Crystal Clear Finances does. So when you come in for that second meeting, you come in, we've got that whole form in front of us. Then we begin to look at it and it's kind of like, well, it's kind of like a doctor looking at different areas. And I look at it and said, where is the most bleeding occurring? Where is the greatest part of inefficiency? I need to stop the bleeding there. And we're going to talk about that. But first, we're going to take a quick 30 second break and we'll be back with more crystal clear finances. The market is down, coworkers are stressed, and inflation keeps rising. This is Crystal Langdon with today's Financial Gem. When finances get tight, we remember we must depend upon God. Those who don't believe God yet need to see the ones who do. So there must be a difference in how we react to down statements and market volatility. For how will they trust God if we don't lead the way? While the market is still down, make the most of this opportunity and live the reason for your hope. And we're back with more Crystal Clear Finances. My name is Crystal Langdon. Such a pleasure to be here with you. Here we are starting the new year. It is literally right around the corner. And what a great year it's going to be. Regardless of what happens in the market, regardless of what happens every place else, we are determined that we are going to follow after what God has for us this year. We're going to follow in his footsteps. We're going to lead the way. We're going to have faith when other people don't have faith. When other people look at their statements and they say, I they, we can say, Okay, <laughs> Lord, I trust you that you're the one that's going to provide for all my needs according to the riches and glory. We may be having a five loaves and two fishes moment as I near retirement, but I trust you, Lord. I'm doing good stewardship. I'm putting everything in place. So I am excited about what 2023 will bring. Hopefully you're taking some time to really just reflect over 2022, hear from the Lord what he has for you for 2023 and where he wants you to go. But let's jump back into what we were talking about today. And we're talking about the importance of a process. And God brings us through processes, doesn't he? Oh, continually. Every time I'm like, hey, I got that down. He goes, oh, and let the process begin. So I have learned <laughs> never to say, oh, wow, I really got that under control now because he's like, well, let's take a little process trip, Crystal. So processes, I believe, are of God. 
I believe they're important. They help us be good stewards. It helps us with our efficiencies. There's so many different components when it comes to processes. And at Crystal Clear Finances, we have a client process. We have a market process, different things that we're looking at during uh, market ups, market down, the peak, the trough. And then we also have a retirement process that we're walking our clients through. We have an investment process. I could just go on. Obviously, we all know, yes, Crystal has processes. So this process that we're talking about today is the process that we walk our clients through when they become a client here at Crystal Clear Finances. And we talked about how the first five steps of this 10-step process are done in the very first meeting. But the second meeting takes a little bit longer. It's still only 45 minutes to an hour long, right? We can only sit for so long and and, uh, absorb for so long. And the first thing that we do after we open in prayer is that we are going over the confidential questionnaire and then we begin to look or I can look and say, okay, here's some areas where I see there's a lot of financial bleeding going along. There is a lot of inefficiencies and we need to address that. Now, I have learned very early on that you cannot address every financial efficiency in one meeting. Otherwise, we will never leave the meeting. So what we need to do is find the biggest ones and start there. So I found that there are five major areas where there are inefficiencies. One of them has to do with how individuals do college planning. You know, there's a whole component there about the fact that maybe People are putting their money in the wrong places. So when it's time to file for FAFSA, FAFSA says, oh, good job. You saved. We can use all that money. That's awesome. And we're going to give all the money we have to somebody else who didn't save. And I'm like, "Uh, I don't think that's, yeah, that's not right. How does this work? So college, there's a way that we can save for college in a way that's true and right and good stewardship. There's also where there are inefficiencies many times is in how we pay for our mortgage, how we pay for our house. You know, there's been a lot of teaching out there on what debt is and what debt isn't. And many people have become very fearful to have a house and to have a mortgage. And what we need to realize is how we're paying that mortgage. If we have an individual who owns a house and their mortgage on the house is 3%, let's just say it was at 4%, compare it to where they are now. Right now, mortgage rates, what, 8 9%, depending upon your credit score. You know, I had someone come in the other day and I know I'm going on a little rabbit trail, but they said, listen, I just inherited all this money. Maybe I should take this money and pay off my 2.99% mortgage. And I'm like, okay, let's play this out. Let's play this out. Breathe, Crystal, breathe. Okay, let's pretend now you take your 100,000 and you pay off the 2.99%. Do you have anything coming up in the future that you're looking to do? Oh, well, eventually I'm going to need a car. Eventually I want to remodel my bathroom. I have some vacations I want to do. I want to invest over here. And I said, okay, so for any of the loans that you're taking, what do you think the interest rate will be on your loan when you go to do that in three or four years? Oh, well, if it continues the way it's going, maybe it's going to be 10, 11, 12%. 
So why don't we take the money right now that we have, and even if we don't put it in the market, we put it in something conservative out of the market and only get 4 or 5%. Do you think that may be a better use of that money so it's available when you need to make these other purchases instead of having to take a loan? And then out of cash flow, since it's already affordable, pay the money on the mortgage, which is only at 2.99%. And they said, but I don't want to enter retirement with a mortgage. That's a big thing that I hear. And I always tell people, you will always have to pay to live inside. You have to pay to live inside. So whether it's your property taxes, whether it's going to be the electric bill, I mean, when you think about it, electric bill and oil and propane and all these different things. There is a cost to live indoors. But for some reason, we just get in our mindset that we want to pay off a 2.99% loan. Please, please, please think through the processes and position yourself to have resources. So when I'm looking at bringing it all back to step number six, when I am looking at your confidential questionnaire, I am seeing that houses may be an area where you are bleeding money because you are double or triple paying on the mortgage instead of paying only what you owe and taking those other resources and putting it someplace more efficient. Now, we talked about that there's five areas, right? Five areas areas of inefficiency. So you have college, you have house, you have taxes. Yep. There are ways that we can be more efficient with our taxes. We can talk about tax deferred, tax advantage. We can talk about tax free, taxable. There's different ways to position things and we need to be careful to make sure that we're picking the right ones. There's also ways that we invest that can make it more um, inefficient. And then we also want to talk about major capital purchases. So when I get to step seven, six is that I looked at your confidential questionnaire, which is what a financial advisor should be doing. When you get to step seven, they should be saying, where are they bleeding the most? Where's the most inefficiencies? We need to tackle that one first. And many times I'll say, okay, I see three uh, areas of uh, that we could become more efficient. Which And I'll list the names of them. Okay, I want to talk about your house. I want to talk about a major capital purchase and your college planning. Which would you like me to address first? And chances are, I'm only going to address one of those in a meeting. Because one of the things we do here at Crystal Clear Finances is we're very educational based. So I actually have modules that will train on those areas. So I'll have my... TV on and you can look at it and we'll go through these training modules to say, hey, here's what we were taught and here's what we believe. And if what you thought to be true wasn't true, when would you want to know? And they say, right now, Crystal, teach me why you think this. there's a more efficient way. So step seven, when you look at it, and step eight are all about discovering inefficiencies and teaching I call those steps, step seven and eight, the belief changing steps. Those are where we're rocking the world and saying, wait a minute, what if thought you, what you thought to be true wasn't true? Here's another option. And we begin to look at that. Once we've walked through that and they say, whew, okay, you've got my head spinning. Sometimes, sometimes we end right there. Sometimes we say, okay, well, now that we know that what, 
there is a more efficient way, what's the solution? And when we begin to discuss the solution, that's step number nine. And at that point, I usually encourage my clients or prospective clients, listen, I want, well, let's bring this meeting to a close. I want you to go home and think about it because I know this is a good idea, but if this is a good idea today, it's going to be a good idea tomorrow. I need you to step back, think it through, write up your list of questions, and then let's meet again for the third meeting. And if you're still at peace, let me go ahead and answer the questions. Then we'll implement the new strategy. Once that's done, if there are other areas we need to address, we're going to go through the same process. Now you might say, Crystal, why did you just spend... 30 minutes of today's program going over your client process. Who cares? I hope you do. Because understand, these are your finances. This is, this is your retirement. This is how we leave legacy for our grandbabies. This is how we travel cross country to see the kids that we love. This is how we live. And we need an approach that's a serious approach. Approach that takes time, not just, hey, quick, 30 minutes and we're done. Approach that says, let's really think about this. Let's challenge the way we think. And that's why even having an annual review with your advisor is so important because, you know, the world is pretty sneaky and those inefficiencies pop up. And before you know it, you're back in an old mindset and you're like, whoa, 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 we talked about this, but we're fighting years and years of ingrained training and the debt that the world encourages us to take on. So having a client process helps us be able to give a more holistic approach when we're meeting with our clients. Well, we are at the end of our time together and I want to encourage you, take time with your current advisor and walk through the process. Help them find the inefficiencies in your portfolio, in your cash flow, in your life, now more than ever with rising inflation, with the way that the job market is, with cash flow, with everything that's going on with the economy, we must be efficient. And if you don't have a financial advisor that you can go to, then I invite you to come to Crystal Clear Finances. You can meet with myself or my son. You can give us a call for a free initial consultation, which you guessed it will be steps one through five. (laughs) And our number is 518-433-7181. And join us again next week as we continue to provide financial clarity so that you can have confidence for every financial decision. Thank you and God bless. This program is for educational purposes only. We understand that finances are complex. Facing them alone causes stress, resulting in wrong choices, missing out on opportunities, and having to settle for a lower standard of living. At Crystal Clear Finances, our team approach focuses on providing clarity and confidence so you can make the right financial decisions. Investment advisory and financial planning services are offered through Alpha Star Capital Management, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Crystal Clear Finances and Alpha Star are separate and independent entities. SEC registration does not constitute an endorsement of the firm by the commission, nor does it indicate that the advisor has attained a particular level of skill or ability.